0: Welcome beautiful writers. Thanks for joining me. I'm Autumn Bardot and this is a channel for quick tips and author inspiration. Today we're going to do some inspiration. If you haven't already, I would love, love, love if you would subscribe and click that notify button. It helps me get noticed and hey, who doesn't want to be noticed? And if you're new, welcome and thanks for giving me a chance. I made the big mistake the other day of you know, looking at my bookshelf, perusing my bookshelf. And you know what happens when you do that, right? You find old books that you haven't looked at in a while. So I ran across one, I think it's kind of old. I think I've had it for quite a while. It's called How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci, Seven Steps to Genius Every Day. Maybe I was feeling genius deprived. Maybe I needed a little inspiration. Anyway, I sat down and I start flipping through the book. I had made some notes. I had dog-eared it. Yes, yes, I wanted those people who destroys books. I just feel like it's like well-loved. It's like you're giving them a hug. Anyway, I looked at it with an author's eye and There are seven da Vincian principles, which just struck me as really important in writing. So I'm going to share those with you today. Now, before I get started, I just want to say I am going to totally, totally botch the Italian pronunciation. So forgive me if you're Italian or you speak another language and you're like, oh, oh, that hurt my ear because I don't really have a good, I don't have a really good ear for language, so I'm gonna do my best to give you the Italian first, followed by the English. The first is curiosita. That sound is Spanish. Curiosita, I have no idea. It means curiosity. How can you apply this Da Vincian principle to writing? A writer should gobble up books, articles, blogs, visit museums, go places, see things, attend lectures, go on tours, you know, engage in learning, be curious about your world. All that knowledge kind of just filters through your brain and it helps you create better characters, insightful understanding, insightful struggles, and interesting plots. And cool conflicts. The second Da Vincian principle is, and I'm gonna look at this just so I totally don't botch it: dimostrazione. Hey, how's that? <laughs> it means demonstration. Test your knowledge, you know, the one that you just looked at with your curiosity. Ask questions, discern for yourself its validity, vet the answers, dig deep. Experience what you can learn from your mistakes. Mistakes are a necessary part of learning. I think writers can be a pretty prickly breed. I find that they are either delusional, I'm amazing, to they have this sense of defeatism. Everything I write is horrible. I really find that that's the spectrum. We have to find the sweet spot in the middle through demonstration, through practice, Here's a quick story. Several years ago, I had a student writer who told me that she didn't need to revise a very short sentence because it was perfect, because it was too short to revise. Hmm. Hmm. I tried to explain about diction, word choice, syntax, whoosh, went right over her head. She was too stubborn. She thought her first sentence was perfect by virtue of its shortness. I hope she learns, otherwise, she's gonna have a really tough road ahead. The third Da Vincian principle is sensazione. Sensazione. I don't know if I'm getting better or worse at this. That's sensation. Explore sight, sound, touch, smell. Use it in your writing. A writer really can only do this if they stop to smell the proverbial roses, listen to the inflection in someone else's voice, inhale the aroma or sniff at something perhaps that they really don't want to, see the shapes and symmetry in the world around them, feel the texture of their surroundings, really feel it, smell it, taste it, live in the moment. That way you can go back during your writing and be able to explain it in a really cool way. Appreciate both the aesthetic and the or horrific. It's only then that we can really write about it with beauty and authenticity. The fourth da Vincian principle is Spamato. It means smoke or fume, But it's also a painting technique. I'm going to read here right from the wiki definition, so I don't get it wrong. The technique is a fine shading meant to produce a soft transition between colors and tones in order to achieve a more believable image. It is most often used by making subtle gradations that do not include lines or borders from areas of light to areas of dark. This technique was used not only to give an elusive and illusionistic rendering of the human face, but also to create atmospheric effects. Leonardo da Vinci described the technique as blending colors without the use of lines or borders in the manner of smoke. Two things about Spumato. First, we need to embrace and relish the mystery that comes with the esoteric, the mysterious the arcane and the cryptic. Enjoy the uncertainty and the ambiguity. It frees your mind. The world is full of conflicting dogmas and beliefs and principles and morals and theories, which means there is a whole lot of opportunity in your work to create lots and lots of glorious conflict. Another thing about Spumato is that you don't want to write every detail. You need to find the sweet spot between too much and not enough. You don't want to bog the reader down. Purposeful details are that smoke that allow the reader to fill in the rest. The fifth Da Vincian principle is Cenza and Arte. That's art and science, or science and art. Writing requires both sides of the brain. The right, the creative, and the left, the logical. Writing is a whole-brained exercise. Use the whole brain approach for developing characters and plot and conflict. When the two work in concert, bam, you've got it going on. The sixth Da Vincian principle is tie corporealitai, corporealitai. I don't think I pronounced that right. It's corporeal, the body, the physical. A couple things with corporalita Attitudes and emotions affect our body, body language. Take good physical and mental and spiritual care of yourself. Then you can be a better and more efficient writer also exercise i'm not a big fan of exercise i like to swim that's kind of my method but i do find that when i am stuck with something in my plot or my character or i can't figure out how to get from a to c i need that b in the middle i find if i get up and walk around it gets the blood flowing and usually the few minutes It comes to me. Blood flow. It's important. And the thing is, writers, we spend a lot of time in front of our computers. And so we need to get up and move around some more. I don't know if banging your head against the wall counts. Probably not. (laughs) The second thing with the corporeal is in your novel itself. Show your character's bodily emotions. Show it. Don't tell it. For me, and you've heard me say this before, I find this the thing that slows my writing down the most. Because when I come to that part where I need to show their emotion, I don't wanna keep writing the same stuff I'm always writing. So that's when I kind of, um, um, mm, mm, right, I'm trying to figure out what to do to convey the emotion to describe the physical to describe the emotion the 7th da vincian principle is connessione that's connection recognize the interconnectedness that's a weird word of the world of the world's synchronicity i always like that word understand how small changes have big impact on your novel on your characters on your conflict and emotions understand how the world moves in tandem with each other. It's often a part of novel discovery, the part of second or third drafts where you start finding that interconnectedness between your the world in your novel. As an author, connection is critical. I urge you to go on social media and to ga- engage in those platforms that you feel most comfortable with. I love Instagram and Facebook. Those are my probably my two favorite. I've found new author friends. I've found readers. I've connected with readers. We need the connection because you never know where that connection is going to go. I'm not saying to like go out there just for the whole purpose of I'm making connections. You have to have this attitude of I'm gonna connect with variety of people because you just you never know another thing about connections for me at least is that i find that when i try to rush through a draft push myself to the brink it never works because if i kind of go with the ebb and flow of my life and that means you know if a a child calls me up and says mom I need you to do this, or I'm coming over. That I put away the writing for now and just let everything be, just go with the flow. Because if I, I find that if I push through, you know, lock myself in that room, I'm not going with the synchronicity of the earth. And sometimes I find that what I need it to write or something that was missing, something I was looking for in the scene, presents itself exactly when I need it to in real life. In fact, this very topic of discussion, I was looking at the my book. I said, I'm going to vlog about this. I finished the vlog, and then I said, I am done for the day. I watched one of my favorite TV shows on Netflix, and... W- what do you know, they had a whole episode about Da Vincian numbers and patterns. And I thought, hmm, just so odd that just right when I was actually thinking, is this going to be a good vlog or not? I saw that episode. Freaked me out a little bit. Also, we need connections in your novel so that the plot, the conflicts are believable. And we need to weave those connections together so it all works as a whole. So it is this building, this this gradual rising action and conflict and character arc that all is beautifully tightly woven together through connections. And that's the seven Da Vincian principles. I hope you enjoyed the topic. And if you haven't already, I would love if you would subscribe and click that notify button for me. Would love it, love it, love it. I'm really trying to get to hundred subscribers and almost still a little bit far away. (laughs) Anyway, remember writers to dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.